John Boy Media has a new teammate. It's iHeart Podcasts. What does it mean? John Boy Media shows can now be found over at the Dan Patrick Show. That's right. How cool is that? Wake and Jake and Jimmy's three things have joined the iHeart Podcast and Dan Patrick Show family. And the best part, they'll still continue to be the same shows you know and love. If you couldn't tell, we're excited about this one. And thank you guys for listening. Chess on his right. Hey, hold up. Don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret. He's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, Bakers. What is going on, everybody? I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Summer weekend. It was kind of nice in the city. It was comfortable weather. You don't say that a lot. Usually you're hot or you're cold or you're yes or you're no. Big weekend of sports. The basketball is starting to get really good. Um, we're starting to hit a good point in the NBA season. Kind of dial in if you haven't been. Oh, there's some hockey and soccer stuff going on. We'll talk about that. Our Yanks are dying. BBD, let's do a game of the night, and I kind of didn't inform you, but I, I'm going to do the Suns Nugs. Um, I, I think it was the game of the night for a couple reasons. Phoenix Suns trying to sweep the Denver Nuggets, and the MVP of this basketball season. The Joker, Nikola Jokic, for at least a little bit in this game. A little teaser, and man, this was the game of the night for a couple reasons. A, it was, it was a good game for a little bit as as Denver tried to fight in the fourth quarter. The viral clip this weekend of the Suns fan mm. who beat up a couple Nuggets fans and then ended it with the Suns in four while holding the guy... Saw the phrase "dog walking" used. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was uh, that was tough. But hey, I don't really don't like f- the fan fighting videos. <laughs> that one made that one got some laughs out of me. Yeah, I mean, I I still I'm Not over them for it. now. Um, that I like, I only watched the video once. But yeah, him throwing up the Suns and four at the end. That's that's as tough as it gets for a sports fan. And this series ends up being as tough as it is for the Nuggets. And I think they're gonna look back and. You know, they'll talk about Nikola's MVP. The, the, so the other story that started to make this a game of the night, uh, Joker gets tossed, and it's a weird one. Um, it's in the backcourt. Campaign has the ball, and Nikola swipes at him, a violent swipe, something you don't really see on a basketball court. Catches him across the face, uh, with it, and then everyone's John beefing, whatever. Uh, he gets tossed, which you know this Nuggets team is playing without Murray, who's arguably their second best player on a given night. 
And so the MVP gets tossed, which brings up a lot of questions because, okay, this is the NBA and, uh, you know, stars get fouls, stars get calls, that whole conversation. It just makes you jump to, okay, would LeBron or KD, would one of those guys ever get tossed for this? For that. Giannis. And I think the answer is no. Um and it's it's still kind of refs. What are you doing? Like it's not a great play, but it's also you know this is a semifinals, and it wasn't. It's not good. It's bad, but you know I guess the way I'm talking Toss about him it, a flagrant. It's it's <clears throat> kind of worth looking up. I don't know if I've ever seen something look like that on an NBA court, but yeah, to to eject him from the game in a potential elimination game in Denver. Is pretty brutal. Is pretty brutal. Uh, not good entertainment, if we're being honest. And I guess if there's any Nuggets fans that are here for Solace, the Suns run away with it at the end. Uh, a couple nice moments in the at the end of an NBA game when when someone's getting ready for death, you're kind of waiting for it. And there was a really cool DeAndre Ayton dunk uh, that kind of sealed it. Nuggets fans, you're gonna look back at this and say, okay. We played Facundo Campazzo 22 minutes. We played Austin Rivers 21 minutes. Will Barton played 39 and was the team's go-to guy. And I this isn't a shot at Will Barton, um, but that's not who Will Barton's supposed to be on a on a playoff winning team. Um, I mean, Aaron Gordon, how's your eight points? Yikes. The good side of this story, Chris Paul, he plays 40 minutes. He goes nut job from the field, 14 of 19, uh, 37 points, 7 assists. He was hitting every mid-range jumper, a lot of them coming from the same exact spot. Zero three-point attempts from Chris Paul. 14 of 19, 19 shots inside the perimeter. Six foot. <clears throat> Tall, 36-year-old point guard 9 of 9 from the free throw line And man, sun sweep They're going to the Western Conference Finals They will uh, They await the winner of the Clippers And the Jazz Which that series should go for a while The rest should be huge for Chris Paul There's always, you know, a rest versus rust conversation and uh, But for 36-year-old Chris Paul There's not He wants the rest <laughs> The other guys will figure it out. Devin Booker, 34 points, 11 boards. Good series for him. Jay Crowder, you know, whenever I go on my rants about you're going to be seeing Dylan Brooks for the next decade, there's another player. I think DeAndre Hunter I highlighted. Mm -hmm. That's Jay Crowder, man. That's Jay Crowder. That's a guy who in a game like this plays. He's going to play defense. He's going to shoot. He's going to pass. He's going to rebound. He's going to do whatever you need. Uh, Good for the Phoenix Suns. They go to the Western Conference Final. And BBD, that game of the night is brought to you by Cushy Dreams, our friends at Cushy. You guys know them. Smokable CBD with BBD is what we tell everyone. Go to CushyDreams.com. It's promo code Jake, 20% off. I've got one of the tins right here. This is the Hustle Tin. Looks like weed. I'm creating. BBD's creating today. That's huge. That's huge for, for the episode for this week. Um, they've got the pre-rolled ones. If you ever thought you might be interested, whether you're trying to get a good night's rest, whether you're trying to maybe mix things up, I don't know. If you're in my age group, that's kind of a weird age. 
you're getting older, you're not sure what life's about anymore sometimes, maybe try creating, maybe try hustling, dreaming, resting. Go check them out. You get 20% off your next order with promo code Jake. That's right, Bakers. Promo code Jake, 20% off. Cushy Dreams has been awesome to us. It's legal, all 50 states. Um, And if you've kind of been interested, but you've always been intimidated by weed or like weed's illegal, a lot of places, CBD's not. It's legal. Go check them out, cushydreams.com. Promo code Jake, 20% off. Um, Big, beautiful, bodacious baby David, how are you? Jake, I'm well. Spent spent a weekend by the beach. That's right. That's right. The cool weekend. Uh not the not the traditional beach weekend, I guess, but you know, it was fun. Did you guys go to Lava or the neighboring town? We so we were staying in Seaside Heights. We did like di- a dinner in Lavalette. I don't mm. know what they did the rest of the week because they were on vacation without me most of the time. But I got two nights. Did you tell Jim you got dinner in Lava yet? Uh, not specifically. We'll get into that story later. Ooh, BBD story teaser. I got the chat open right now. I see everyone. Classy, chill, TJ, Al, Fayal, Cubes, everyone. Hope you guys had a good weekend. I uh, I did did some did some city stuff a little bit. Went to Alphabet City, which is mm. just a neighborhood. I don't know. It's south. It's kind of like East Village stuff. I don't really know. Um, I know of it, but not. I just got dinner and details. stuff, which was nice. I mean, it's nice, nice to do that in the city. Uh, yeah, I guess Yankees Friday off day. Yankees Friday like, off day. That two of those things year, up. I think, so. Yankees Friday off day. Uh, and then you know, dabbling in the sports this weekend. The Yanks are still bad. Um, I guess we could talk about that a little bit. I know a lot of you are are Yankee fans or. You know, people that might have found us originally through talking to you. Actually, probably got to stop giving that speech. We're, uh, things things have, are getting big. Uh, and we'll talk about that. Last episode got a great response, the international draft. Uh, we hyped that, hyped that up pretty big. I believe it's, I see this in the chat, Alphabet City. I believe it's called that because there's roads that are, like, labeled alphabetically. I think there's, like, I think there's an A, a starts B, C, yeah. I learned I learned that. So if you didn't know, um, and I clearly didn't like learn it, learn it because I didn't explain it well. Yeah, <laughs> we aren't a hundred percent sure that's what it is in this moment. So I'm never a hundred on it. Yeah. Uh, let's do Yankees. They look bad. They get beat up by the Phillies. And actually, I mean, they kind of almost won the first game while doing everything to not win it. Um, but yeah, it's uh. It's not rocket science. I mean, Giancarlo Stan, who had been their best player in the Minnesota series, didn't play. Got one pinch hit at bat where he's – I know it's you've been on the stats there. with Katie Sharp. He's What's what's he at now? He's two, two for, 30. for 30. It's 067 now. So he's clearly not Giancarlo Stan when he's pinch hitting. Uh, so they'll get him back playing in an ale park, and he's been their best hitter. We'll see if he stays hot. Judgey misses a game with back spasms. That'll be a story going forward. And their starting pitchers got lit up, and they got shut out Sunday. So uh, the recipe is there. It's starting to get loud around Boone. Ken Rosenthal with some stuff this morning. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's fight or flight time. 
And the Yankees had all the same problems they've been having, and they got maybe their two worst starting pitcher performances of the season. Right. So, and they still, you know, they still almost won that first game, which they kind like, like by box score, they kind of did okay. They kind of did. I mean, for having as bad of a as bad of a starting pitcher start as you can get, yeah. Tyone point one innings, five earned. Yeah, Jamo like. All year, it's been the fastball's been good. Yeah. Been it's been an elite pitch as fastball, and he kind of just hasn't found his secondary pitches, and that makes it tough to go deep into games and be a good starter. And I think and that, I think he'll eventually find it. He's he hasn't pitched in two years. He but. says he feels good, and I mean, you know, Saris, who I you know analytically I trust almost anyone more than anyone pitching wise. He said he still has faith in Tyone when we yeah. talked to him a little bit ago, but. It's a sick sport. I mean, his Tyone's next start is going to be much must-watch TV. If he gets lit up again, then you're, you know, you almost have to make a decision. His stuff, like, his it, stuff would translate to the bullpen because he's got that good fastball and and he's coming off double TJ. So it's like you know, you might want to limit innings. You anyway. always wonder that that's an actual conversation that could happen, or is it? Is it like a kind of bogus IL stint, and he takes a couple weeks off, rests his arm, and goes to the gas station or something? So. The Yankees' questions are still big. Uh, Luke Voigt is rehabbing. They've got a couple big series coming up this week. The Blue Jays and the Athletics. Two good teams. Two really good teams. Athletics lead the AL West. Blue Jays are really good. They're ahead of the Yankees in the standing. So it's fight or flight time. Boone said he's concerned, which he normally stays away from any quotes like that. And it's like, yeah, it's we've, we've been had concern. Um, Welcome to the club. They got to shake something up. I so. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Luke Voigt getting back and Davy Garcia gets called up. I don't know if it's Luke Voigt coming back and Zach Britton's back and they shuffle something in the lineup. Does could is DJ Le, if DJ LeMahieu looks like the DJ LeMahieu of the past two years? Is that a shakeup? Is that all it is? Is it a coach getting fired? I don't know. I don't know. But uh. I mean, these next couple of weeks for the Yankees, we we did it on Talking Yanks. If you're looking for a deep dive on that, uh, 25 games between now and the All Star break. Um, the Yankees are 33 and 32. I was looking at the schedule, you, you know, and I was doing. I like to think I'm pretty good at doing an actual fair number on that because you know I. Sometimes I'll Realistic. see I'll see kids on Twitter who do the you know if this is what the Yankees need to do in their next six series, and they'll be you know they need to break off a ten game win streak now. Yeah, and they'll be like, okay, well you'll get three against Kansas City, and it's like, well that's really hard to do. You you kind of can never demand. You can't a sweep. just pencil that unless it's like a horrid team, um, and the Royals aren't. You know they're in the same league as the Yankees right now, so. It, I mean, they've kind of got to go like sixteen and nine. I think is the number I landed on. And when I say that, I mean if they do fifteen and ten, I'm sure I'll be yeah. fine we, with it. We can work with that. But you got to start going north. Like it is time. Um, and you know we will be doing some stuff around the All Star game. We're actually posting something for our Patreons right now. And I know we've got a bunch of you here, so that's exciting. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, it is an interesting month in Yankees land, a month that a lot of Yankee fans don't have. So I think we are getting 
you're getting a lot of funky reaction. I do think, you know, I I tend to lean positive. Um, there's still other good baseball teams that are struggling, like the Minnesota Twins. I know they're dead, dead. So that's not a great comp. The Atlanta Braves are thirty and thirty-three, and it's like I'm not fully giving up on that team. You know, yeah. so I mean, they, it's also product of the division. They're not that far behind. Yeah, I mean um, they're they're five games back of the Mets who are in first place. Yeah, um, you know and I, I, I assume they have it, at least a team between them and the Mets. Yeah, I mean they've, are the they Phillies are ahead well? of them. So, I mean for me, uh, it's going to be interesting to see this this like. That's the thing that that James was on. Uh, you guys might know him as John Boy. That I do think there is a like if they don't realize it's got to happen now, then they're gonna miss the boat. Like they really will, because um, you know they're eight and a half back of the Rays, which that that number doesn't scare me as much as I think it's daunting Yankee fans. There is. A lot of baseball to play, and if the Yankees start playing a good brand of baseball, that number will get smaller. And if you win a Rays <coughs> series, which hey, the Yankees haven't been good at that either, <laughs> they have won one of those. You know, it, but there is ninety plus games to be played. If the Yankees start looking like the Yankees, which they haven't, and there's not a ton of reason to believe unless you can buy into DJ bouncing back and Voigt comes back and Stanton's right, then they can. But they haven't given us much reason to. So these next couple weeks are the they time. Still, obviously, there's teams ahead of them on the schedule, and like literally, they don't. But you can still control your own destiny to an extent. The, the teams ahead of them aren't guaranteed to be good the rest of the way. You just besides have, maybe the Rays, who already had their bad stretch of the season. And I mean the Rays, but, and even then, you you can they're gonna have a bad. 12-game stretch at some point. I mean, this is where baseball is sick. The last time the Yankees, or excuse me, the the last time the Yankees saw the Rays, it was a four-game set, and the Yankees had a chance to win three out of four with Cole on the bump, and they kind of blew it. The series before that was right before the Rays got hot. They looked horrid. They couldn't hit. So that's where, hey, we'll see what the baseball gods have in store for the Yankees. You know, you can cook the numbers and do a lot of different things with them. They got to start winning games. And that's where that first Philly game, you know, they were down 4 nothing. He got as bad as a star as he could, but the Yankees were kind of feeling it. And they did tie it up, sevens, but it wasn't enough. So it is time. You know, it's funny. I'll, I'll, whenever we put out a concerning Yankees tweet, you see another fan base come in, and it's, it's expectations. I mean, that's... The Yankees were the favorites in the AL this year. That's Vegas. That's money. Um, so to compare them to the Diamondbacks, who were hopeful for a third place finish, I think a lot of people were leaning Crossing fourth. Fingers. It's kind of not the most fair comparison. So that's kind of the the state of the Yankees update. Uh, some of you might hate that if you're just here for normal sports. They are kind of the conversation around baseball. Like, what's what's the other baseball? Like big topic. picture topic. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Can't, I mean, even, can't even point to like Blue Jays are hot because that's only I only think about that because of their relationship to the Yankees. So, like the I don't think that's a national story. Yeah, I 
I'm trying. What is another national story of baseball? If I go, Those White Sox are good. Espen baseball. Like, what is it? I mean, it's always sticky stuff, so that's a fun convo. Yeah, I mean, the, the number one the headline is Boone on sliding Yanks. We need to step it up. So there's that. Number three, D-backs alternate jersey. Bang. So that's kind of funny. Um, foreign substance memo. MLB says they're cracking down on that. Some of the spin rate numbers are down a little bit. It's not a crazy number, but... It could Enough be a, to raise an eyebrow. As yeah, a, as it's a fan. It's interesting timing uh, with the memo that umps are going to be checking players and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, and I think we're going to start getting big into trade rumor season, and it's going to be really interesting to see what the Yankees do. And like, if they stay in this kind of five hundred malaise. What do they do? Are they going to sell? Like, Are they looking at the standings? Are they looking at the wild card? Are they... Are they... They are paying guys a lot of money. Garrett Cole, Carlos Stanton, that if they wave a white flag... I don't... And, and so much of this year for the Yankees, and I guess this kind of ties into part of my optimism, is ticket sales and revenue. So if they sell... At the trade deadline Like I think You know you're gonna see a dead Yankee stadium For the rest of the year Comparatively And I don't think the Steinburners Want that So I don't know man After the other team that that In theory was hit the hardest By no fans last year Right Yeah, If they have any reason to not sell, they won't. I don't think they do it. It's Garrett Cole's age 30, age 31 season. It's Giancarlo Stanton's age 31 season. It's the first year of DJ LeMahieu's contract. These are the years you were paying for right. when you did the contract. All of those contracts. You wanted. And you're, you've got the two a year and a half of control left on Judge before he becomes a big expensive. If you're keeping him. Uh, so they, uh, yeah, man. If I, they have any reason to not sell, I don't see them selling. Severino got not hurt be this a weekend. Savvy thing. Um, yeah, man. I'm I'm interested to see. And we did the like Corey Kluber is going to be expected to come back, like August ish, maybe. Yeah. We'll see what goes on there. They they got to shake something up. I don't know if it's a trade. I don't know if it's a coach. They have to. They have to Because how Something. can you You know the last 100 games I did this tweet 52 and 48 So you know if you go back to last season It's been the same energy for two years now um, And I Like if you don't go You're kind of missing the boat You're kind of missing the boat So that's some Yankees talk for you Looks like Bradford Doolittle For ESPN wrote Uh and interesting team rankings and deadline needs. Uh, hey, how about this? Shout out to Angels fans. They were all over us because the Angels and Yankees are both tied at 33 and 32. And like that should also speak to Yankees fans the other way. Um, and hey, Halos, like you guys are kind of missing the message. Like part of the reason we've been tough on the Angels is because we want 
them to be good. I want Trout, Otani. Players you'd Rendon. love to watch play games that matter. Yeah, I'd love to see them in big games. So if they figured it out, that would be cool. Get in the mix with Houston in the A's. Um, yeah, White Sox, good. Mets are solid. I, yeah. Mets navigating like all the injuries and stuff. They had they had like twenty nineteen Yankees stuff going. Like Cardinals are thirty two and thirty three. That team has sliding. big expectations. They got Arenado. They were the NL Central favorite. So I Did do. The Cubs just sweep them today. I do they think that right? uh, they either got swept. Yeah, they got swept. Um, so yeah, man. I I don't know. I guess in my head, this baseball season is still going to pan out a lot and. I don't know, you know, if you're a Cardinals fan, uh, if you're a Braves fan, if you're a Yankees fan, you know, one of those three teams, two of those three teams, it's going to happen. Like that's that's baseball. That's why it's a long regular they're season. Be the team they're supposed to be. You know, if you if you add a team like the Twins to that crew, and you say two teams are going to die, two teams are going to start going. You'd say, okay, well, Twins are automatically dead. So Cardinals, Braves, Yankees, who's going to go? Who's going to go? And I think we'll end up finding out soon. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, I'm obviously biased and rooting for the Yankees, but one of those teams is going to get hot before the All-Star break and get us excited. One of those teams is going to get hot after the All-Star break. And, you know, do a 12-3 and and you're back. I guess that's... I guess that's where my brain is still at. You can have a stretch in baseball. That's a good run, you know? I mean, 10 and 2 isn't nuts. Teams do that. You're going to have easily. Any good, every good team's going to have one or two of those a, a year. Is it the Cardinals? Is it the Braves? Is it the Yankees? I don't know. Well, you do it in time. Yeah. So we will see. Uh, the brand of baseball is bad right now. There's kind of not a reason to believe in it. So that's tough. Um,. Any other baseball stuff? We're doing Talking Baseball in a little bit. Special guest for Trevor Plouffe, Chris Rose. Teaser. Gave that away for the chat. Always do. I think Rosie might have tweeted about it, too. Oh, wow. Reveal. Reveal. Um, let's do some basketball, David. That's called a segue in the biz. Uh, so, I... May have buried the lead for you for NBA fans because the Suns sweep, and that's cool and all, and that, that story is that story. A bunch of guys that are cool to root for. Talk to you guys about it. Um, a couple other things going on, and the big one is the Brooklyn Nets, who they go up 2-0 in that series. And it's, you know, the big three. Harden got banged up, and it was like, okay, well, it doesn't even matter. He's been essentially out all series. He's, you know, these are the Nets. They're they're locked and loaded anyways. Bucks win that, the third game of the series, 86-83, which, holy smokes, how's your, how's your 90s NBA playoff game? And then... The Bucks win and Kyrie goes down. I think they're still waiting for the results. Uh, it looked like a rolled ankle. It looked mm. like a significant one. Like it was it was a real one. But man, if the Nets, who are built around three stars, are down to one? I don't know. I don't know. That series got a whole lot more interesting. And unfortunately, it's for the wrong reasons. 
It's not how you want that to happen. Like, like you wish, you know, Andrew Kumpo started going nut job, and you're like, okay, so let's see. Drew Holiday. Um, man, their next game is six fifteen. So tomorrow night. And that's going to be interesting. We're going to see what the Kyrie update is by then. Um, man. And they're back in Brooklyn, so that's good for them. I mean, they'll kind of need that. But, yeah, if it's... So, I mean, that team without Harden and Kyrie, you're looking at Joe Harris, who is good, but... In He's a, good at, at a role. Right, in a... You know, Joe Harris gets better with Kyrie and Harden on the court. That sounds obvious, but especially they have a ton of guys like who are doing fantastic in the roles they're asked to do. Bruce they're like Brown, a, they're a tier Jeff above Green. the role they're being asked to do, which makes them very good at that. Right. I don't know. Claxton. I don't know. There, there's like going to be there's going to be a really sad energy if Kyrie is out for a week, and if the Bucks win this next game, and it's like ah. Bucks fans were chanting Bucks and six. I don't know. That's going to be an interesting watch tomorrow night. I wonder if KD tries to put the team on his back, which that could be a lot of fun. Sometimes we forget how, like Kevin Durant's like the best scorer ever. You can construct the argument for him being the best player in the NBA. Like literally the best scorer ever. Seven foot, shoots, dribbles, pass, can post. Fade away, yeah. like everything. He's, he might be the guy if you just you need to build. You get ten guys, make a team. Might be the first guy you still pick. Still there, still around. Um, so that's interesting. Philly and Atlanta. Uh, how about this? Philly's up two one in the series. Um, Embiid, man, he's been playing great, and like people didn't think he was going to play in the series. Like they thought he's he was going to be up. limited and kind of not. Non-existent um, I mean Atlanta Kind of needs this one to, to Well These Hawks have surprised me Surprised me before So I won't say that But If they go down 3-1 To the To the 76ers Who You know Have been Kind of the best team in the <coughs> East And Beads Looks really good Which credit to him man um, but yeah, they blew out the Hawks in the last two games, one twenty-seven to one eleven, one eighteen to one hundred two. Um, so I don't know. I think when the Hawks won that first game, everyone was like, "Oh crap!" Like Hawks won. They were playing hot. They Their rolled. They rolled the Knicks. Second, and beats hurt. Like, okay, are we going to be seeing some Hawks action? These seventy sixers are back in play. Um, especially if Embiid can keep doing this. I mean, game three. Embiid finishes with 27, 9, and 8 assists, 3 blocks. Assists. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's sicko stuff. Furk and Cormaz, how's your 14 off the bench? Love that. Um, and then let me, I think the game before that, he was even more nut job. So they're playing tonight. That series is 2-1. Any, any 76ers Hawks thoughts, BBD? Embiid had 39 and 40 in games 1 and 2, respectively. Right. And they're really good. They lost Danny Green, the Sixers. He's out for for at least a few weeks. Is a early game four. Mm. So in theory, Korkmaz is going to have to be the guy to step up. Love that. He slide. He seems to slide into that role best. But they're really good. They were the one seed. The Hawks can get hot. 
So it's like a, it's the pivot game. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this tonight's game will decide if we're looking at probably seven, or if it's just kind of waiting for the 76ers to have one more good night and end it. Um, Joel Embiid. Embiid play the way he's playing. I I like straight up forgot he was hurt. Yeah, dude, he like people were saying like he's gonna try to play in this series. Thirty-five minutes, forty points, thirteen rebounds in the second game. He's doing better than trying. Um, Seth Curry with a big night there. So that's what's going on in that series. I mean, if the Seventy Sixers win tonight, it feels like they'll be moving on, and then that would be their team that would benefit from from the little bit of extra rest. Sure would. They can they can get an advantage on the Nets in that way. So yeah, tonight's a I mean, what to watch for? We're Philly and Atlanta is on tonight. Um That's catch some mind. of that. And then the late game tonight, Utah versus the Clippers. Uh that series is two to one Utah. Um and you know, the Suns are waiting. Coming into this, it was are the Lakers gonna be there? Are they gonna own the West? You know, either Paul George and Kawhi uh and the Clippers. Will go on to face the Suns or Utah in their great season and Donovan Mitchell and BBD. We did this on a Wake and Jake a while back, but Utah and the Suns like hate each other. Yeah, so that that'd be kind of fun if you've only been like casually following the NBA, following the NBA this year. They yeah, like full dislike each other. Two franchises that don't normally jump off the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> they aren't typically on on your radar. Um, Two best teams in the West right now. So they're the late game tonight. Uh, it's in LA. LA's favored by five. Just do do what you want with that. I think they won the most recent one. I mean, this one again seems like that series. Well, we'll see what the Clips do tonight. They had their back up against the wall against Dallas. Um, if they win tonight, it feels like it's going seven for sure. Um, NBA people think that's going to be the seven gamer, but uh. Yeah, man. I mean, it's looking really good for Chris Paul and the Suns. It really is. Um, And there's been so many playoff times where it hasn't. It's been Chris Paul is hurt. They run into bad luck, whatever it is. Um, So be happy for Cliff Paul. Seems like it's finally his time. Be happy for Cliff Paul. And think about all the teams we just rolled through, like... The NBA title is going to be a unique one this year. Like, you can make, if the Clippers go for it, and it just happens, you know, then there's a Kawhi story that kind of fits the NBA because he's got the Toronto one, and then if you added this, if the Nets somehow get healthy and do it, that fits an NBA-type story, like three of the best guys to ever team up. I mean, if the if the Clippers pull it off, Kawhi kind of gets into a special conversation. Oh yeah, he'd be because it becomes really him and LeBron are kind of are the only two guys that have won a championship, but three franchises as the best player can do that. Um, so you can start having some some interesting Kawhi conversations. Go Sox three three three. Please make the Homer draft a segment or video on one of the channels. 
Pre-show was seriously one of my favorite things. Well, I mean, good news for you. We we do the Homer draft. We only do that on socials. I think the video um, only goes on Twitter, so we can put it on Instagram. Yeah, maybe, maybe we, sh- we should get that in more locations. Uh, if you haven't been seeing on... We put it on JM Baseball, right? The Chris Rose and Trevor Plouffe. Uh-huh. If you're looking for... That's a, effectively a, the pregame A show. daily pregame show of what's going on in MLB... Um, Go check out what, what Trev and Chris Rose are doing. We put that on. They're on the tube. That's live on Insta. We put that on YouTube. We put that. Podcast fr- apps. Frank's Red Hot Sauce. We put that shit on everything. So, uh, yeah, go go check that out. Uh, any other NBA notes, Beeper? Senor Beep? Oh, I'm, I'm, uh, we'll talk about it after. I'm kicking some ideas in my head for what Thursday's episode could be and it would involve mm. the NBA. Yeah, so I guess we should talk about that. Um, I know we we did hype <coughs> it more and we promoted it on a lot of channels, but uh, we got a ton of love on the international baseball draft. Um, I think it's our most viewed YouTube episode of Wake and Jake, so thank you guys for tuning in and sharing that. Um you know, it was funny seeing a lot of the comments pop up across stuff like Puerto Rico's part of the US. yeah, but we're doing like they have like their own world baseball class. Yeah, team they got a WBC wanna, team. Like, come on, you'd be um, eliminating a lot of the competition. Or maybe it's, it's the Joe's McFly bump. Um, but that was a lot of fun. We had fun recording that. It was uh, it was kind of a mental mind mind meld. Mm. Is that a phrase? We didn't have that much time before yeah. between deciding we were gonna do it and going. So there was we didn't really come in with boards. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. I think again, like for this week, we're eyeing it now. We're probably going to do a episode similar to that of sorts. We're figuring that out because uh, when the Yankees have a Thursday night game, uh, we just it doesn't make any sense for us to come in the morning and do this. So. We'll see what's going on. Uh, we'll we'll figure out something creative. If you have ideas, maybe uh, tweet at BBD. Leave some in the comments. Leave it somewhere where, where we'll find it. And uh, so, yeah. So thank you guys. Uh, that went really well. And I guess that brings us to the, the comment of the day, which we'll go to uh, that YouTube video. Um, you know, uh, Leg said, love this. Maybe see Jimmy and Trev, Zach try this out on Talking Baseball. Yeah, we can, we can also work in the John Boy at some point. He's around. He's a he's a friend of mine. He's invested in this show. Um, Trev at some point. He's on kind of vacation this week, so that's probably not a fit. But yeah, I think I think you're gonna see everyone. You're gonna see all the John Boy media p- people. Maybe we'll get some Ashland. Uh, if Keith's around, we'll uh we'll mix everybody in. Peter Moylan. Hey, Peter. Pita. Um, and then, yeah, I saw... I mean, a lot of the comments are on the draft, which which, uh, which is good. Yeah. And that's... Did that's, you see somebody tweeted at us? Well, they tweeted. They, they, <laughs> they calculated, like, our, all our team's wars Ooh. so far this season. Obviously, small sample, caveats. Sure. I'll see if I can find it, but, uh, but it was... Kind of surprising results. Joe, like Joe's team, was kind of, was ahead by a lot in war. Well, you know what, and that's you know that's, that's part, a, he like when you focus on this year's numbers. That's always the the fun with anything like this. You know, when Joe's pulled Jesse Winker out, that was like a whoa. Like I thought he was going to go someone like Yelich mm, or Mookie. Mookie Betts. 
judge. Uh, well. Yeah, but no, he went. Uh, he went. Jesse Winker has been absolutely raking this year. So yeah, it's the. Do you do this year? Do you do that? Paul Joseph said it's kind of like FIFA Ultimate Team vibes. I know a lot of people who are like addicted to that. So, thank you guys. Uh, I appreciate you. You guys are the best. Keep baking the algorithm. Like, share, review, prescribe. We're up to two, five, three subs. I found the guy who, who calculated the wars. It was Luke Hatakeda. Luke. Thanks for doing that. Thank That's you. cool. We love stuff. Uh, and BBD, I think that brings us to our last fake final segment of the show. Uh, the Brew of the Night. Uh, the Brew of the Night goes out to a standout performer. Sometimes there's a Bruh of the Night. Um... You have one, Beeb? Uh, I have kind of a fake one. Okay. Not story of sports, but I'm giving myself a bruh of the night. Oh, I didn't well. get a chance to tell you what happened oh, to me this right. weekend. Oh, right. Story time. Embarrassing story. Okay. I'm here for it. Down the shore, went to Lavalette for dinner. We were we were hanging out. Uh, I had to go to the bathroom. We were eating outside. I had to go to the bathroom inside. I was dressed kind of nice. I was, you know, I, I, thought I, I thought I looked as good as I can. Was put together. Anyway, I walk in. I walk in. I'm going to the bathroom, and one of the like waitresses or hostess, whatever. I don't know what her title would be, but she was like putting something away in the closet. And she turns around. We we made eye contact, and she says, she says, because like a very weird, like not weird, like ve- like a surprisingly friendly, like hello, and like nor- typically, I would pretend I didn't hear that. Because I just don't, I just don't want the, the weird, sure. quick interactions and small. Th- but if I'm being honest, she was pretty, so okay. I made an exception and I said a, a, a very nice hello back. Turned out there was somebody behind me ah. that works there, and that's who she was talking to, and she straight up laughed at me. Yeah, I was like, ah, yeah, and like I can't blame her. I think she tried her best not to straight up laugh at me. But uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of it ruined the weekend. Yeah, that's uh, that's tough, man. That's that's one that gets me a lot. I mean, if you're sending a hello, that's I mean, it's it's why I typically pretend I I didn't hear. Yeah, it's uh, that's tough. I mean, we've all been there. We've all been there. I mean, you know, or someone says your name around you, you do the head turn there. Someone gives a wave. I mean, no audio. Mm. And if there's a wave in your direction, it's a natural instinct. I'm sorry. Yeah. I immediately texted Zach about it. I didn't know who else to turn to. Always Zach. Yeah. And... (laughs) And Zach, well, I'm sure she already forgot about it, and then I'm, I'm on a whole, well, I guess I'm just very forgettable kick. It's tough. Um, so that's a bruv right, the night to you. And I told to, to Sam, and she laughed at me. Right. She's like, oh, aren't you, aren't you, like, happy you put yourself out there and, like, said hi? Mm. I was like, no, not no. at all. Wasn't I will it. never do it again. It was not worth it. It's a mistake you ma- I, I won't. I won't make anytime soon. That's a great bro of the night. It's a great bro of the night. Um, sorry. I will, uh, you know, I've been talking about Chris Paul a lot and his game and 
he he kind of deserves it. I I hope he gets a big one later this year. I love some Chris Paul. That would do wonders for him all time NBA stuff because he is an all time point guard, but his playoff recipe is bad. I'll I'll tie him into Monty Williams. The Suns head coach, us Knicks fans, were all excited for Tibbs to get coach of the year, and he did, and deservedly so. Again, expectations. And I do think it should be him. The Knicks were a disaster. They're supposed to be, like, the worst team in the league. They were that in the power rankings, and they were fourth in the East. Uh, Monty Williams and Chris Paul, I, I didn't realize, and I guess, I, you know, there's a new athletical ar- artic- article about it, but there's a lot going on. Monty Williams was his head coach for a little bit in New Orleans, I believe. Really? So they are. They, 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 he overlapped his head coach. Though. They are connected. They are connected, which I didn't realize that. And I, I may miss some some parts of this, so I'm I'm sorry. But they are connected through their NBA lives, and I think they even had some some beefs. And I I think Chris Paul was becoming a young superstar, and Monty Williams hadn't done anything coaching wise, and I think they. Butted heads a little bit, and then here they are. They find themselves in the desert, and Monty Williams, number two for Coach of the Year. Chris Paul, um, he he didn't get too emotional, but he did lay it out pretty fairly. Like there was a while when Chris Paul's contract was viewed as the worst thing in the NBA. Like it Who was would possibly take that right. On? How much do you have to give to get off of Chris Paul? Like those conversations were had. Um, so for Chris Paul to do this. Um, with this team, Booker, who, by the way, Dem Booker deserves some love. That guy got crapped on a lot for racking up meaningless stats, and now they're making him count. Um, but I guess I'll I'll tie it to Monty Williams and Chris Paul, who um, their basketball lives are intertwined, and it looks like they're doing something special right now. Monty Williams and his presser uh, last night talked about you know uh, his love for Chris Paul and all that. So that's uh that's pretty cool, and even. Like half shout out DeAndre Ayton as well. I've, I think I've done this yeah, before. With the, I mean, he was the number one pick ahead of Luca and and everyone else. And you know, he was he was half shit on a little bit. I mean, I guess the best thing that ever happened to him was the Trey Young part of that, uh, where Trey Young and Luca are, are always connected. Right. So people kind of forget DeAndre Ayton and right. Bagley. Yeah. Um, Bagley. So people kind of forget about them because Luca was literally traded and all that. But like he was. There are circles of people that that shit on that, right? They're saying he kind of doesn't matter, especially a big man. No, he's he's he makes meaningful like basketball plays night in, night out, and he's been good. Yeah, I think he had a PD suspension at one point Me two too. years ago. How about this? I don't care about it at all in basketball. It's Tav- crazy. Tavares Montgomery Williams. There's a fun name. There's a fun name. Um. All right, BBD. I think I think we got to start wrapping up. I got to start prepping for talking baseball. Chris Rose can't get embarrassed by him today, so I'll get ready for that. Uh, we'll be doing talking baseball in a minute. Uh, we laid out there's some good NBA. Always the baseball hot in the streets. Pinstripe strong. Talking Yanks for some tears. Sequence, aka sequence with Trevor Plouffe. Chris Rose rotation. I just listened to the James McCann one and the Rich Hill one today. Uh, it's really awesome. Go listen to it. Um, talking Nets is rolling. They got to be wondering what's going on right now. 
everything across John Boy Media. We do there's some breakdowns out there. Farm to fame. Check it all out. It's all out. Thank you guys. Bake the algorithm. Have a great little week. We'll uh we'll talk to you guys Thursday. Fishy.